Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. It was the Apostle Paul himself who said, If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. And then he said, Therefore, we are Christ ambassadors. Every believer is an ambassador for Jesus Christ. You have friends, relatives, associates, and neighbors who are lonely, hopeless, fearful, and without God. God is expecting you to be his spokesman so he can enrich their lives with the hope of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Listen closely as I share with you how God expects you to be what he has called you to be so you can reach others for the kingdom of God in this day, in this hour. Now come and go with us as we continue to walk in the light of God's word. During the past few weeks, we have been sharing with you on this theme of reconciliation. That is the primary emphasis of Paul's teaching in the fifth chapter of the book of 2 Corinthians. We can see his message of reconciliation in that chapter beginning at verse 11 in chapter 5, and it goes to verse 21. And there are two main points to this passage. It's God's special ministry and then our special ministry. God's ministry and then our ministry. God's special ministry, number one, he has reconciled all sinners that come to him. He's accomplished this by the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He's reconciled. That word means to to bring back into order to make right, to realign properly. He's brought us back into the alignment that God has designed for us from the beginning. Secondly, he's regenerated all uh, repenting sinners, and each of us receive our new nature. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. That's God's ministry. And then he gives us a special ministry as well. He gives us a special ministry and he gives us a task and then he gives us a title. The task we have been given, the ministry of reconciliation. He gave us a ministry. We identified and we had confirmed that all of us who are saved are ministers. Let all the ministers say amen. So you are a minister. We're not talking about preacher. We're not talking about an apostle. We're not talking about the prophet or the evangelist, but you are a minister if you're saved. A minister is just one who serves in the assignment that has been given to them. So that's the task. And the title God has given us is the title of ambassador. Now, I've spoken at length about the ministry of reconciliation. Now, I want to talk about that title. So, if we don't understand the title, we may not accomplish the task. So, I want you to know how God sees you. And Paul had then shared with the church at Corinth who they were. Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20. Paul says this to the church at Corinth. He says, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal 
through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. This verse begins with we. In case you just don't understand, I want to make it clear to you who the we are. Paul was talking to the church and he's saying we, which included himself, and those to whom he was talking. He's talking to us and said we are part of the we. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. We are therefore, which looks back to what he said before he said the therefore. Who is he talking about? Why is he saying therefore? He's saying, first of all, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. We have been made new in Christ. God has reconciled us to himself. Therefore, the we who've been reconciled, the we who are new creations, are ambassadors. Don't act like y'all ain't never want to have a big old title, be important and respected. You're an ambassador. Come on, say amen. You've been talking ambassador? Yeah. You know you ain't never been nothing like that before. <laughs> Trying to tell you to walk into that place that God has put you. He put you in a high place, an ambassador. You know how we used to try to make up a name for your job? The garbage man, when he go out to the club, and somebody say, what you do? I'm a sanitation engineer. <laughs> you know how we used to try to play it off, what we're doing? You don't have to play this off. You are an ambassador. The problem was you just didn't know it. Maybe you don't know what an ambassador is. So we're going to spend some time telling you what an ambassador is. He says, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors. So before we talk too much about the role and the title of an ambassador, let's be sure we understand who we are representing. He said, we are Christ's ambassadors. We belong to Christ. We are not representing anyone else. We are not representing our churches. We are not representing our religion or our denomination. We're not representing ourselves. We are representing Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We are Christ's ambassadors. Come on, just say that, Christ ambassadors. That's who we're representing. We are Christ's ambassadors. So if you don't know that, you might start representing yourself. It is Jesus Christ himself that gives us the title and the task. We are his ambassadors. Well, what's an ambassador? An ambassador is a minister of the highest rank accredited to a foreign government or a sovereign as the official representative of his own government or sovereign. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ in a foreign land. We're in the world but we're not of the world. We live in the kingdom of God. I live in the kingdom of God. I don't know about you. If you're saved, you have a new residence. You live in the kingdom of God. Did you know that? But there's another kingdom. There's a kingdom of this world. You live in the kingdom of God, and he have you in this foreign zone. Peter says we are foreigners, aliens, he called us. This is not our home. This is not where we reside. We're just passing through here. 
Peter says we are pilgrims and strangers down here. Come on, don't don't wait till your funeral to talk about not belonging here. Well, you know, this ain't our home where you act like it was when you was here. Well, he says you don't belong here. Christ left us here to be ambassadors. The purpose for salvation wasn't just to save you so you can go to heaven or else he would have taken you to heaven as soon as you got saved so you wouldn't mess up nothing. He didn't just save you so you can go to heaven. He saved you so you can bring other people into his kingdom and his glory in their lives so that they too can draw more people. God wants to load up heaven with all of his creation that he can. And the devil want to load up hell with everybody that's going to go with him. He says, since I'm gone, I'm going to take somebody with me. And Adam gave him a head start. In Philippians chapter 3, verse 20, Paul said this, Our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Our citizenship is in heaven but we are ambassadors down here. When the government sends an ambassador to another country, it means that they are on friendly relations and we're sending an ambassador. God is still friendly with this world that he sent his ambassadors to because the Bible tells us that God so loved the world. God don't hate the world. God doesn't hate the people of the world. God loves sinners. He just don't like to sin. And he wants to rescue sinners. He wants to save them. He wants to deliver them. He wants to set them free from the dominion of sin and from the devil's control in their lives. God wants to set sinners free. And he wants somebody to represent him among the sinners. He wants us to represent him where sinners are. So sinners can see how he's working in your life, how he's changed your life. He can see the joy in your life while you're on your job. He can see the peace in your life. When you're really saved, you don't care what the president say. That don't bother you. When somebody said, do you hear what he said? I said, are you surprised? What you see is what you got. And I already told you that he's a representative of who we are in our culture. God says, that's who you are, that's who you're going to get. So don't act like you don't act like him. I ain't talking about y'all. You remember last Sunday? I said, the folks at the other church. (laughs) But don't act like y'all don't act like him. I'm talking about the other folk now. This is going out over the air. Somebody shouldn't bother you. Don't bother me. I just say, he was acting crazy from the first day he got up on the stage. But God can use crazy. And I told y'all to put your seatbelts on, and when that first time we got elected, I said, put your seatbelts on and return your tray tables, because we're going to have a bumpy ride. Didn't I say that? Did you put your seatbelt on? Well, what's the problem? You ought to be able to make this ride. So ambassadors go to friendly countries, and God is still friendly with this world. But one day, he's going to call his ambassadors home, and then the judgment's going to begin. Paul identifies himself as an ambassador of Christ. And our understanding of an ambassador as an official of the highest rank 
chosen and certified by the government to represent it before another helps us to understand Paul's message to us. He says, we are called to represent the kingdom that we live in and the king and God is the king. So Paul says, I am Christ's spokesman. He doesn't act on his own authority, but under the commission of the greater power and the authority who sent him. Paul understands to be divinely authorized. He himself is authorized to announce to the world God's terms for peace. He said, let me tell you how this is going to work. Let me take it from the biblical to the political for a moment, just to give you some more information about how ambassadors function. Ambassadors of the United States all have the same mission, and that is to represent the interest and the policies of the United States. So no matter who you are in the kingdom of God, no matter what your spiritual gift is, no matter what your preference is, no matter how you feel about how you might want God to use you, we all have the same mission, and that's to represent Jesus Christ. We're not all the same, but we have the same mission. Ambassadors have a lot of authority, but they have to follow the U.S. policy at all times, even if they don't agree with the policy. Now, I know there's some stuff in the Bible that you would let folk get away with. In fact, sometimes there's stuff I let them get away with. They have some issues. And I say, you know, if it was up to me, I'd tell you to go do this. But I'm going to tell you what the Bible say. Don't act like you agree with everything all the time because the Bible is challenging. Some of us have the same position as the culture and the ungodly when it comes to things like shacking. Sex before marriage? Well, I got to try before I buy. Even in the first place, they say, you buy, then we fry. (laughs) Church folks have the same thing, you know. We have the same issues and the same perspective and beliefs sometimes for same-sex couples and gender stuff, too. Well, you know, who am I? An ambassador, that's who am I? You're an ambassador for Christ. What about abortion? Well, I believe a woman ought to have an opportunity to do whatever she wants to with her body. The Bible says your body don't belong to you. You're a temple of the Holy Ghost. Your body don't even belong to you. And if you think it belongs to you, you're going to find out you can't keep it. You're going to have to give it up. As I was saying, the ambassador has to follow the policy of the government at all times, even if you don't agree with it. So when somebody asks you what you think, you say, the government of which I represent, which is Jesus Christ, says that there is a male and a female. And it takes those two to tango. I ain't going to go down that pathway. (laughs) See, the culture changes. Community standards changes. What is allowable changes, but God doesn't change. I like what one pastor said, you can have a sex change operation if you want to, but in the judgment day, when God raises all these bodies and everything back up, he's going to put you back like he had you the first time. (laughs) So you can stand before the judgment. God, he said, I need to recognize you. 
ambassadors represent their home country while working and living in the country to which they've been appointed. I was looking at this, and I, I did some research on ambassadors and what have you. One thing I discovered, and I thought it was interesting, there aren't any official education requirements for U.S. ambassadors. Undergraduate and advanced degrees are common, and you increase your chances of gaining an ambassadorship if you work in a government or serve in a political capacity, but there's no minimum educational requirements. That's like God is saying, and you don't have to think you got to be no theologian either to be an ambassador for Christ. You don't have to be saved for 20 years to be an ambassador for Christ. All you need to do to be an ambassador for Christ is to go to the Light of the World Bible Institute. I just thought I'd throw that in. I'm just kidding. All of us are ambassadors for Christ. Comparing the way ambassadors normally function in the ancient world points to some rather noteworthy points about ambassadors. First, in ancient times, ambassadors were considered to be inviolate, which means they were never to be imprisoned. That's what we call now diplomatic immunity. God does not allow Christ's ambassadors to be abused without a penalty. Here's what Jesus said in the book of Mark, chapter 9, verse 41 through 43. He says, I tell you the truth. Anyone who gives a cup of water in my name, gives you a cup of water in my name because you belong to Christ, will certainly not lose his reward. And if anyone causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to be thrown in the sea with the large millstone tied around his neck. God don't like people to mess with his ambassadors. God gives us diplomatic immunity when we go out and we are doing whatever he wants me to do. It doesn't mean you're not going to have some suffering. It doesn't mean you're not going to have any hard time. It means you're going to say like Paul, you can do whatever you want to do with me. I don't care because I don't belong here. Paul says, if you want to whip me and give me a beating, ooh, that, that helps me to identify with Christ. He says, if you want to kill me, I'm going to go be with the Lord. I'm going home. He says, if you want to leave me here, I'm going to keep on preaching the gospel. Anywhere it go, I can deal with it. I'm good. Why? Because I'm not my own ambassadors. I'm Christ's ambassadors. When you're doing your own thing, you get tired, you get weary, you get frustrated, you do all those things. But when you're Christ's ambassadors, you don't get tired and weary and frustrated on that job because it's not your assignment. It's God's assignment. And he's just working through you. When folks don't want to hear what you got to say, that's okay. Let me go talk to somebody else. God's purpose in sending Christ and his ambassadors has the same end, is to put an end to hostilities and to bring about reconciliation. See, the ambassador goes out to foster goodwill, to establish relationships, to build new friendly relationships, and to make alliances. And that's what God wants to do in the lives of people. You know, in the old days, we used to go witnesses, and we just try to beat the hell out of people with the Word of God. You just need to be saved. Well, they did need to be saved. But we didn't recognize we were Christ's ambassadors. We were doing church work. 
We were doing church work. Let's just go to, we got to see how many we can just go talk into getting saved. We're going to, it's like a salesman. We got to close this deal. We're going to keep talking to you till you get saved. Right? Put our foot in the door so they won't slam the door on us. It's not that. It's with the love of Christ in our hearts. Love for the people that we're talking to. And just said, listen, I'm an ambassador and I just come with a message. God is wanting to appeal to you. And he wants to do it through me. He loves you. And he ain't going to hold your sin against you. All he wants you to do is come to him. And they can either listen or not listen. But just make the appeal. Let the Lord do the work in their hearts and in their lives. The problem is not that people don't want to come to Christ. The problem is we don't have ambassadors on the job. When the ambassadors do what ambassadors do, people will come to Christ. When ambassadors do what ambassadors should do, people will come to Christ. Now, I'm going to challenge you because some of you are thinking, well, I don't know where to go. No, you don't have to figure out where to go. You're an ambassador where you are. God has already placed you somewhere. All of you are somewhere. You're on a job somewhere. You're an ambassador on that job. If you work at Walmart, you are the ambassador to Walmart. If you work at the car wash, you are the ambassador to the car wash. If you work in school as a teacher, you're ambassador to that school. If you work for the city of Houston, you're ambassador to the city. That's where you are. You are an ambassador wherever God placed you, and he placed you on that job. So our job is to, to wake up and think, you know, I am an ambassador. Lord, just help me to give the message that you want me to give to others on this job. You say, I don't work nowhere. I'm retired. Well, you're the ambassador to retired people. Because you do what retired people do. You sit in the doctor's office. So while you're sitting up there in the doctor's office, you walk in there and say, well, good morning. I just want to introduce you to the ambassador to the retired people. Have some fun. Let God use you wherever you are. I mean, you ought to just have a good time letting God use you. Life is, you know, it's too short for you just to be grumpy and trying to, I don't, you just ask the Lord, Lord, why don't you do this? We, we already said God made a way. God said, I, I got everything you need. Now, when you look in the Bible, God says, I take care of your every need. My God says, supply all of my need. My God opens the windows of heaven and pour out blessings you don't have room enough to receive. My God is a healer. All grace shall abound to you so that you'll have everything you need whenever you need it. That's what God says, but so when you're working for him, he takes care of everything you need. This is Jerry G. Martin. I certainly hope you enjoyed today's message. How many times have the Holy Spirit tried to engage with you to reach others, but you were not available? It is God who said that we are Christ's ambassadors. Many people, I believe, will come to the Lord Jesus Christ if those who know Christ would allow the Spirit of Christ to use our lives to reach others. We are called for such a time as this, where there's fear and factions and falsehood spreading all around. The answer to all of man's problems is still Jesus Christ. He came to seek and to save those who were lost, and he is looking for his ambassadors to be engaged in the work 
of making that appeal to those who do not know him. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can listen on our podcast, The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. That's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. As always, I give you a special invitation to come and join us in our worship on Sunday morning. We're worshiping in person at The Light of the World, 16161 Old Humble Road. For more information, go to our website at lowcf.org. You can visit us for worship on our campus. You can also visit us at the Beacon Bookstore, where you can get Bibles, discipleship material, Sunday school material, church and communion supplies, or whatever you might need for your congregation. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.